Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show. We are live at PRI. We have some exciting guests in front of us, don't we, Nick? Yeah, we do. We have Garrett Keister with us. He's one of the 2024 Hoosier Hero Drivers. Garrett, thanks for coming on the show with us. Thanks for being here. But most of all, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. it uh, it's a great honor to be here and uh, just appreciate Hoosier for everything they do for us. You know, it is a great we, – we love being part of Hoosier, too, and that's why we uh, – they asked us to, do, to interview all you drivers and stuff, so it was exciting to see the announcements and stuff. Uh, so we'll get into some history of you, what you do, all that kind of good stuff. But uh, also, for any of you watching, you can call in, and if you want to ask Garrett a question, uh, if you'll just call the main line at our dealership, 316-462-3673. Tell the girls you want to get patched on the podcast. They'll patch you in, and you can ask Garrett a question. If you don't, you want to sit back and just listen to what Garrett has to do and what he does and how he races. And uh, I will say, I'd like to say what I'd like to say, but he's got more bigger than what I got to go get on that motorcycle and go. <laughs> so you're a flat track racer, right? Yep. Good. I've been racing four-wheelers for probably right at 20 years now. 20 years. Yeah. Yep. So I uh, started pretty young, it sounds like. Yeah, we uh, just kind of, my dad bought us a four-wheeler and we went and started riding around out at the house and we go to a couple four-wheeler trails. They ended up being a four-wheeler racetrack about 10 minutes down the road. So we throw yep. our lawnmower tires on and go out and try it out. You can try it. Have fun. Yep. So, yep. so you've, uh, let's backtrack for a minute. Been doing it 20 years. Uh, you've, uh, you're, where, where are you from? That's not, I guess uh, that. We're from uh, Harrison, Arkansas. Harrison, Arkansas. So you've traveled a little bit and you said you're going to travel more next year. But for 2023, uh, how'd you do? Uh, we did pretty good in the, in the actual circle, circle track series. We won the championship there. Good. And uh, we, we've we got a whole new bike. It's still uh, TRX-based, but we took the whole chassis, redid it all. It's all new components from Walsh Racecraft and uh, Ryland Johnson Racing for working on the frame. We uh, we haven't had the best results the last couple of years, so we figured let's just try something new and see how it does. In the beginning of the year, we, we had a couple problems, you know. Oh, yeah. But sure. with anything new, that's how it goes. So, yeah. But by the end of the year, we had it working awesome, and it was it just felt like it was the best bike out there. That's cool. So, uh, you know, I know the process of going to be a Hoosier driver, a hero driver, was a fan nomination. And then I think they got all the uh, Hoosier people together to vote and everything else like that. So it is a huge honor to be on that on that group. And it's a pretty good, pretty salty group. I think, yes. Yes, for sure. Uh, from that part. So uh, what is your plans for 2024? Uh, we're going to we've actually already started on a brand new frame. We're going to send off and have Ryland work his magic on. The guys at Walsh are working on some new suspension components for us. Axis has sent us out a new pair of shocks and uh, Axis, huh? Okay. Custom Axis shocks. Yeah, Penske Racing. The guys over there are always willing to help send out new shocks, new springs, whatever we need to do to get it to start working. They can definitely get you hooked up if you want to give them a call. So, for our listeners that are watching and everything else, Garrett, tell us more what you kind of race and what it's like and the feeling when you're on the bike, that kind of thing. But a lot of people, don't, you know, our listeners don't understand all the forms of racing that who's your support. So, so we're like a almost like a, a late model kind of car. We do race circle, but we also have some inside with jumping and stuff. We're not huge jumpers. We're just out there hitting the max speed. I like to throw the bike sideways and just let it just flow out there like a car, basically. But uh, it's just the fastest guy around the track, and sometimes riding it sideways is faster, but it is sometimes it could be a little slower also. Well, Nick, what about you? You think you get on one of those bikes and float around like a car or not? Oh, I mean... Maybe, maybe when I was his age, I definitely would. <laughs> but uh, we were talking earlier. I think he's in his prime, and uh, sounds like he's doing pretty well. What? Uh, so tell us, uh, tell us what tire in the Hoosier tire line that you run. So we we run a eighteen ten ten. It's a uh, just a flat track tire, and we do we try to use all the compounds we can get our hands on. A RD twelve, fifteen, twenty, or a thirty. 
if they made them any softer or any harder, we'd definitely be trying them for sure. Yeah. So like in, uh, like in our racing, you know, a lot of the, you know, the tire preparation and the tire maintenance and the tire care really comes into play. What on a quad do you, uh, what do you do to that tire? I mean, I don't want you to give any of your speed secrets away, but just kind of <laughs> in general, what do you what do you guys do to that tire? Do you just buy it, mount it on the wheel, and go out and race it? Do you grind it, sipe it, groove it? What, uh, what what do you what do you guys do to get the best performance out of that Hoosier tire? So it all just depends on how the track and track conditions are, of course. But if we get into a couple tracks where we got to go to work on the tire, grooving them, small sipes or small cuts, big cuts, you know, that all makes a huge difference. And also siping the tire uh, circumference and doing doing all that stuff helps out a lot. And that that is a thing to the new the new age coming up. I say I'm the old guy. I'm only 25, but I was I was with all the old guys back in the day, mm-hmm. you know. But the new age people, they are kids coming in. They don't really know that that's a lot of winning the races is how good you can get your tire. You know, your suspension can get you very close, but your tire can also help out too. Yeah, that's hundred percent right. You know, that, that tire is, is the only bond between that car or that bike, yep. that quad yep. and the racetrack, you know? So from the top side of that tire, it's, it's getting everything that the, that yes. the bike's given yep. it. And then on the other side of that tire, it's getting what the racetrack's given it. So yep. yeah, that tire preparations, I mean, really important. It sounds like in about every kind of racing now, out there not just the car racing yeah 100 percent. and you got to be able to get the right compound for your tracks or you could go out there on a really soft tire and in four or five laps burn it up and you got a guy on a hard tire that's going to come in on lap 10 and just drive around you he doesn't even have to be faster he just got all the traction you know so uh you know talking about tire prep because we race the imca modifieds so we work with that g60 and we spend i'm going to say my son jake spends about an hour a tire so how much time do you spend per tire if if we're uh in between heats or mains, we can we can do a set of tires probably in thirty or forty five minutes. Okay, yeah. You know, getting them cut and siped. You know, getting them ready. But if we're rushing, trying to get ready, we could get that thing cut and ready to go in under probably twenty minutes. Both of them. Both of them. So yep. you actually you're you're actually waiting to the track to see what the track is before you go prep yep. your tire. Yep. So I've got, of course, Hoosiers always kept me hooked up with tires. I try to keep every kind of compound mounted on a wheel or tire. Yep. And then. I'll wait for the track conditions and see what's going on before I'll start cutting or grooving or siphoning or anything. So like let's that. go into that because you got to read the track. Oh yeah, correct. Yep, one hundred percent. That takes a little bit of a talent to know how to read that dirt, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's tough because you know they could go out there with the water truck and you think, man, this thing's going to be hooked up. I don't know what I should be doing. But by the time you just keep watching the track and see how it does, and after two laps, the track could already be slick again. You know, yeah. it's just. It's just crazy how it works. I'm not saying I'm the best at it by no means, but we've gotten better at it for sure, and it helps out. Okay, so let's talk about how big a tracks are you do you normally run on from that part? Um, usually, we can. It all just depends on a track. Could be 45 seconds, or it could be a minute and a half long. It, really? it all just depends on the tracks. And we usually, in our series, we run 12 or 15 laps, so we could be out there for 12 to 15 minutes. You know, and that okay. that goes back to the tire, knowing which one to use. If you burn up a tire in six laps, you're going to be in trouble you're for in the trouble rest for of the race. You know, yeah. you can only yeah. make a bike so wide. Yeah, and uh, so how wide are your tires? Just our listeners uh, got to understand what you're racing on. They're they're, I think they're 10 inches wide or right at 10 yeah, inches wide. Right at 10 inches. Yeah, yeah. 10, 10, 10 inches 10. wide. Yeah. And how tall are they? They're 18 inches about tall. 18, 18 inches, inches yep. tall. So about 10 inches shorter than a than a yep. modified tire yep. from that yep. part. Yep. Now, what Nick, as far as a tread design, is that they got a whole different tread design on the bikes? 
Yeah, so for the tires that they would run on, like, the flat track quads are uh, very similar to the tires that they would run, like, on a like a left rear on a micro sprint. So pretty much built in the same mold, utilize a lot of the um, same construction components and even some of the same rubber on those tires. Yep. So how many how many people race? We got a crew and all that good stuff. Yeah, everything? we used to have a whole race team. Like we had somebody and if there was one class going, we had a guy out there. The next class, we had a guy out there. Right. But we kind of slowed down and everybody's kind of branched off, you know, and having families and work. Sure. everybody gets caught up, you yep. know, but we're still out there. We've got me and uh, my dad, of course, my family always helping us out. Sure. And we have, I call him old man Mark Lee because he's 55 years old. But <laughs> man, for an old man, he still goes out there and gives it to us young guys on a good day. You know, he's still a very fast guy for racing back in the 80s. You know, yeah. he's got great stories of getting a race with all the old greats. Oh, yeah. Just to be able to listen is, is awesome. Listen yeah. to him and go and stuff, too. So, uh, so you, how's your racing work? You got heats and then a main or how's that kind of yeah, work, so too? We'll, so people kind of. And for. For the pro class, they'll let us go out for 15 minutes and we get practice. You can do whatever you want, pull over, change tires, sway bars, shocks, whatever you want to change. Okay. And then we'll have we'll have uh, heat races. They'll be usually six laps. And then we've also got a, in our races this year, we've got a joker lane. So we have six laps of running the normal track, but one lap you have to take the joker lane. It could either be longer or it could be shorter. It just all depends on how the track owner or the promoter sets it, it sets up. It up. Okay. Okay. So it, it's 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 crazy racing, and then they throw a joker lane in there, and it, it could change up everything. Somebody could pull monster hole shots all day, and if they can't get through, through the joker lane good, you know, they could their whole racing day could be done with. So you have to, so a six-lap race, you got to take at least one in the joker at lane. At least one time, yeah. Now, if it's shorter, could you take all six in there? No, you can only do it one time. I do it one yeah. time. Yeah. Just yeah. one last take it, one shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, timing is, yeah. you know, could you play get, a big part of that. You just you know? got to be able to hit it perfectly, get in and out before the next guy gets caught up to you. Yeah, it's it's definitely a crazy thing, but it makes the racing more exciting, you know. Well, uh, you know, we got to go back to think too, is, is, you know, the racer side of me too, and I mean, you know, I'm a, I want to win a race, I want to go, and all that kind of stuff. But if we don't have the entertainment yep. for the crowd, hundred percent, yeah, we're in trouble. And yep. that's what we got to get this back into an entertainment type of a situation where it's fun for the crowd and all stuff. So I see how that joker lane, oh would yeah, be cool as yeah, hell. for sure. Definitely. Maybe we need to do that in, in it. dirt track. Right? We need yeah. to do that. Yeah. Be fun. Throwing inside lap in there, yeah. you got to yeah. take it one time. It's so, pretty cool. So what does the future look like for Garrett? You know, right now you're racing quads. You've been fairly successful. Where do you where do you see yourself down the road? Is you want to make a career out of quad racing? Do you see yourself moving up into a um, you know a, a different level of motorsports? Um, what uh, kind of what are you what are your aspirations and kind of what direction do you want to take your racing career? If if I it was possible to make it a 100 percent career, I would love to do that. That would mm -hmm. just be the perfect thing for me to do. But I just I don't know if it would be there for me, but I'm going to try and race as long as I can or till my son crew moves up. And then when he's ready to, to get in there, I think it'd be time for me to step down and just be there for him. Like my dad was for me, you know, yep. did your dad race? No, he never, he never, never he, raced ne up. he tried to, to race, but it was better to just help me out. <laughs> I don't want to go into the stories, but it was better it. for him to help me. No, I get that too. So, uh, so when you head out for 24, when's your first race? You got that um, dialed in yet or anything? We, we're not for sure where we're going 100% yet, but in April, we'll, we'll know where we're going. We're either okay. going to go to, I don't know, the first race of the Midwest Series, or we'll either go to North Carolina and run up at Black Ankle Raceway and try that out. So how long is your season? So from April till when? Uh, till usually in September. September. So that's yep. about the same time frame as ours, racing yeah. and stuff, too, from that part. So, uh, uh, so you have how many different tread designs to put up, to mount up? 
Well, we actually only have one. Well, everybody uses about the same tire, the 181010, but everybody gets it into a different compound. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I should so, have said compounds yeah. is what I yeah. meant to say. So there are four or five different compounds you have to choose there, from? There'll be a 12, there'll be a 15, and a 20, and a 30. Who makes that decision which tire is going on that bike? Well, uh, that's a, a tough decision <laughs> because me and Dad, we go back and forth all no, the time. Do you? I hope my son's Jake's listening. Oh, yeah. We go, don't oh, we? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> it's, a, it's a team thing for sure. Me and my dad, we've always went at it both at the same thing, you know. Yep. But uh, I don't know. It's just a... You got to guess at it, right? You got to you got to guess, yep. but like if we've been to a track before and we know what works, then that's what we're using, but if we're guessing, we're just going to go all the way out and give it whatever it's got. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's part of the fun of the, So it's you and your dad basically running your crew. Is 100%. there anybody else helping you yep. with your well, bike or anything? We have all the all of the great sponsors of course helping us get there. We want to get, get us, we want to get, get to all spots. your sponsors and everybody that helps you and all that stuff. Wanna, I want to make sure you get them out there several times. That's that's a, that's a huge part of your Yes, sure, I, for sure. You know, when we realize it or not, our sponsors are what helps us keep us going. And uh, you know, so no different than this drag car sitting over here. That's why he's here. He's one of our great sponsors, and it's, yep. it has to be a partnership with you and your sponsors. Oh, so, yeah. who's some of the people that help you get up and down the road and do the stuff? And for uh, sure, uh, who's your racing tire? We couldn't do it without them, and always supporting us and whatever we need. And they also help out the series. If you win a race, you get two free tires. All right. So that helps out a ton, you know. And of course, my dad, it, he's got a a business and everything and that helps us get to all the races and whatever we need and gets the bikes going and gets them running and dad does all the mechanicing on all the machines and he bought a dyno and we're doing all the tuning you know and that stuff helps out a lot oh, so yeah. for sure he's he's number one guy you know having your own dyno is huge oh yeah I can tell for that sure. already from yeah that part. it helps we're, a lot we're starting to learn some of that too in our side of the race and on that part too having a dyno and stuff what would that really oh, help yeah. and do well you you go out thinking, man, I've got something that works awesome, you know, and then you roll it up on the dyno and wow, this is not working awesome. You know, it's just, it's not good, but it definitely helps. And it'll, it helps you. It's definitely a tool you need if you're going to be racing, if you're going to be racing and going. Yep. So, yep. Uh, so, uh, still plans just to stay in the quad. Like yeah. Nick asked, no plans to try to move up anything else. Or? I would, I would love to get in a car, but, and I know dad would 100% be there to back me because we've already yeah. talked about it, but I just, I don't know. We're, it's a full time thing to be on the full wheelers, and yep, we and I, I love it. it, and we've been doing it forever. So I really I don't, I don't know. know I as long as you enjoy it and you're having yeah, fun, yeah, for with sure. It. That's that's well, what I'm thinking. And again, to be nominated for a 2024 Hoosier driver, hero driver yes, is huge. So you must really stand out, real in Hoosier's eyes, but let alone the fan base that voted for you too, yes, sir. Uh, from that part, so it's a huge honor. It's it's an honor for us to have you on our show. I appreciate uh, you guys doing all that stuff and taking some time out of your busy schedules. I know you're busy here at PRI and everything else too, to the things you need to do and stuff like that too, but. Again, thank you for this time. Uh, any other sponsors? Anybody else you want to thank? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Rylan Johnson Racing. He's out of uh, Arkansas also. He does a lot of XC stuff. He's kind of, he used to be in the TT world. He got out, but he's now helping me and helping a bunch of other people. He's getting his way back in the door. He can do Good. just about anything. If And also, uh, Walsh Racecraft, them two guys together could just build you anything you want. It's just off-the-wall stuff. You call them, they get to working on it, they'll get you done and get you set up. Fantastic. But, uh, uh, custom access shocks, Micah over there, always taking care of us. Web, web camshafts, B&B, Frank Batista helping us out, build some power. Uh, Kenny Bullington, Jet Lab, Danny Walton at Jet Lab, carbs and throttle bodies. He does all the good work. Four Works, Daryl Rath at Rath Racing. Uh, just all the guys behind me. It's, it, it's, a team, it's a team thing, and that's how we get to where we are. And you don't realize until you start rattling off all your sponsors how much it does take to yeah. get you – 
get oh, you yeah, to be 100%. fast to get you where you need to be uh, and all that stuff. That's why I want to get, make sure you thanked all those guys and get them some plug time too for everything they do for you because it's huge to get us get a sponsorship and uh, we've got them we got guys running at it us all the time to try heavy, to help and yeah, stuff. And racing these days takes an army. Oh yeah, for sure. So. That's taking an army. So next, I have nothing that just popped in my head. So your motors. How long will run last, or how long before you actually tear it back apart? How many runs do you go before you? Well, we're actually taking all the old TRX motors out of them and putting the new, like, 24 CRF dirt bikes in them. And those guys from the Supercross are running them for hours, you know? Yeah. So, really, you could buy one at the beginning of the season and put a piston or head cam and everything into it, and then it will last all year. And we haven't had any issues with them. And we're tuning them and everything, and they run perfect. And their electric start. That's electric nice. Start. Getting away what, from the uh, Kickstarter. What kind of RPM are you turning? Oh, man. On the dyno, you can see 10, 5, 11,000, really? 11, wow. and they're still making great power up there. And they're you four, know? 450 cc. 450. We have to stay under 450. We can't go big or anything like that. Can you? T- I don't want you to have to if you don't want to. Can you tell us your horsepower? Uh, well, everybody's dyno is different, so <laughs> I just uh, answer, I like I just answer. like to say sixty horsepower sounds good to me. But it it works. I, good. I understand. I was, I just wanted a range. I didn't want you to give it because yeah. I don't want to give my numbers out. Yeah, either, yeah. So I get it. So but no, I was just kind of curious, my own source, to understand what you're dealing with. But think about sixty horsepower, and how fast are you moving usually? Like, We're moving gonna, pretty good on the end of the end of the back stretch. They could see us running seventy or eighty going into a corner, and I love to. I love to be going 70 or 80 and just throw it sideways yeah. and, and just let swoop it in there. Just yeah. let her eat, right? Yep, let her eat. Let, let her, her eat. eat. It's, a, it's awesome. It. It's good. So, anyway, Garrett, thank you again for your time. Yes, sir. Correct. Congratulations, most importantly. Thank you. I know you'll represent Hoosier well because that's what that's all about is out there representing Hoosier and how they will do and everything else from that part. So, really appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, getting your sponsors in there and stuff. Thanks for in make me learn something about the quads because yes, I, I learned a lot here just sitting here talking to you i'm sure i can sit down for Same. another hour with you and and learn more about it because it's it's kind of crazy how your four-wheel racing is kind of like our four-wheel racing on what we do how we set it up what we do yep. i wish i had all those different compounds to pick from the, on, yeah. on a tire but yeah. we don't uh but we have to we go we set up at the track and our tires are prepped done and ready to go because we don't have time to yeah. do anything yeah. to do that's yeah. why i was curious how long it took him to prep one yep. but two tires in 20 minutes boy how i think we can do that nick yeah oh, we're man. we're hustling for it but we can get it done if we have to yeah so yeah, but thanks again for your time man yes, sir. We're gonna, thank you guys we're gonna be watching and paying attention to, Sounds good. to where you. you're going so we'll stay in touch and uh yeah anything else you want to add anything at all from no, that part i think we're all good there we got every i got all my sponsors in there anybody i did miss i appreciate all you guys we couldn't do it without you guys yeah and my beautiful wife and my son for being here it's it's a family sport, and it's that's what makes it most enjoyable is having them there with me. Well, I was hoping he was going to get in here with us for a little bit, but I guess maybe not with that. So, well, okay. he's uh, needing to take a nap. He's he's getting a little cranky. Well, hold, hold on, I'll go with him. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with him. I need one here pretty quick too. So, hey, Garrett, congratulations, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you again. Good luck Appreciate in twenty twenty four. Thank you, sir. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. A sponsor actually owns a uh, dirt car. Okay. And I get to go run his dirt late model. Okay, so let's throw that out there real quick. What's more fun, dirt or asphalt? <laughs> Anything I can race. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> you can tell I've been answer. asked that before. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I understand that too from that part. So uh, uh, to be a Hoosier Hero driver is huge. I think it's a, quite an honor for that part. I mean, uh, we knew about we knew you we knew a couple of weeks ago because we got the list and the get thing ready to go for the shows and stuff like that too. But uh, congratulations on that. I, it's a fan base kind of a situation, but then Hoosier kind of kicked in some of their votes and stuff too. Uh, you're in you're in a pretty pretty cool crowd. 
I'm honored. I honestly, I didn't know much about it. And Hoosier called and said I had made the top 25 and I've started looking into it. And I think it's cool. It's so cool to see Hoosier and everybody putting a spotlight on the grassroots drivers. And, you know, there's some that are bigger than grassroots drivers, but just to be a part of the group is an honor and I'm blessed to be here. I, a year ago, who would ever thought? So here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're glad you're there. So anyway, so you're doing this dirt. Kind of tell us where you started racing. Where'd you, when did you start racing? I started when I was six okay. racing go-karts and I All raced right. go-karts on dirt. And at the time the ladder was go-karts, legend cars, late models. So, okay. you know, one karting stuff moved up to legends, one there. And then we went to late models when I was 15. I'm 26 now. So I've been yep. racing late miles a little bit, but this was my first year not driving my family stuff. That was my first oh, really? year driving for Lee Pullian Performance. Okay. Who is, a, he's a legend. You yep. know, Lee's a four-time national champion, so it was a good organization to be at, and we had a hell of a year. Good. How many wins? Nine this year, four Cars Tour wins, and we won uh, a couple of Crown Jewel races, the Hampton Heat for the second time, the Thanksgiving Classic. We won North Wilkesboro. That was cool. Okay, so how much difference? I know there's a lot of difference, but the real true difference between the dirt and the asphalt cars. <laughs> one, uh, I would say one's pinned in the right front and one's pinned in the left front. It's, oh, is uh, is, it's kind of how I describe them. Okay. I think they help each other. The dirt racing's definitely helped my, my asphalt career because yep. I could feel the grip in my butt and yep. my foot. And mm -hmm. I've kind of found that line of putting the car on the edge on asphalt and knowing what my maximum grip is. And, you know, when I go dirt racing, it's a lot less stress for me because asphalt's my primary. Dirt, okay. dirt is something I do. I, I take it serious. I want to win. And I, I did. I won my my only year in a dirt late model. I won rookie of the year in the championship. Did you really? So, five, thank you. And I've been venturing racing at a, a couple more tracks outside of the local dirt tracks. So that's been a good experience racing with the steel block bandit series a little bit. And, um, it helps me when I go asphalt racing. Okay. So let's go to this weight of cars. Are the weights the same from the dirt to, to asphalt? Not the same. The dirt car is definitely lighter, lighter. Okay. Uh, I think about almost a thousand pounds lighter. Roughly. Really? Roughly. It's in oh. the 2000s where the asphalt's in the 3000s. So okay. definitely, definitely light, a lot of power, but okay. It's fun. Yeah. What about motors? What have you got there? Same motors, different motors? A little bit different. I think my dirt car has a little bit more horsepower than the asphalt car. There's there's different classes you can run motor-wise, but okay. we run steel block stuff. So Okay. So uh, when you, you say more power, you got to give your whole get of your dirt versus – and, and I'm close. Don't, I get it. You don't probably get about it. 50 more horsepower. So there's somewhere in the 500 range. 500 range. Yeah, that's what I'd say. <laughs> so uh asphalt as i run Har a harrington motor built by david west and okay. then on my family car i ran a ford crate ford crate really uh all right and i was man i haven't ran that in a while but that was a rayvon clark ford crate and then all our dirt stuff is um built by john bray back home so okay. it's all um all pretty cool i've had a you know being able to drive different people's motors and have success with all three that's very cool. So what's your plans for 2024? So I am signed back with Lee Pulliam to run the Cars Tour again, to chase the championship. We're going to do the Triple Crown. And then on top of uh, that, I'm you know going to fill in some off weekends, maybe with some dirt, working on you know truck or Xfinity stuff. That's our main focus. And um, you know maybe some late model races that the sponsor allows, and, and we decide to go to a big race somewhere. But um, mainly trying to get to the next level would be uh, – 
obviously what I've worked yeah. for. Absolutely. So you're running that cars tour um, here in the last couple of years, that cars tour has really picked up a lot of steam with the, in, you know, influence from, you know, like Dale Jr. And Kevin Harvick that are kind of real instrumental in that tour. Um, so Hoosier has just announced a new spec tire for the cars tour, the ST1, ST2, ST3. Um, where do you, how do you kind of feel about that new spec tire program? Where do you really see that going? Um, and, uh, you know, how do you think it's going to improve the, the racing and the economy of the racing in, in that tour and wherever else they choose to run it? I think it's going to be good. You know, I love the, I love the F45s, but I do think, uh, you know, after it seems like after the tire shortage, things at times were a little inconsistent with different serial numbers. So I'm hoping the ST2 being new, I think that's what we're on is the SD2, but I'm hoping you're going to find that things are going to be a lot more consistent, which is going to be great for the racer, mm-hmm. great for the track. Just hoping we put on a good show with it. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the, to the new adventure with it. And, uh, hopefully we can figure it out before the other guys and, and get some wins early. Well, it sounds like me with the program that you're in. I don't think you're going to have much trouble <laughs> adapting and figuring it out. I tell everybody that Lee Pullian makes me look like a rock star. So his stuff's <laughs> good and, you know, he works really hard. Okay, yeah. so uh, have you drove the new SC tire? I have not. I, I, to I, yet. Okay. I told him, I was like, there's one over there. All I need is three more. I get them out the door and go Let's drive. Go. <laughs> so I've been, if y'all, out your parking lot. if y'all see a tire missing, don't, it won't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you talked about, so you talked about down the road, you're looking at, uh, you know, some possible Xfinity and some possible truck stuff. Kind of what, what's kind of the timeline that you would like to see those things kind of unfolding and, and moving up there? Or have you already made some headway into that? I'm sure you've got, you know, out there in Virginia where you're at, you know, that's kind of the heart of that country out there, you know, so I'm sure you've already got some connections and already talking to some people, but what, what's kind of the timeline that you would like to see for you to advance your career to that level? Well, probably yesterday, (laughs) you know, and I don't mean it like that, but with my age, obviously Josh Berry's really helped with the age, not Mm -hmm. like old isn't old anymore. You know, it kind of opened the door back. I feel like I'm way more mature on the racetrack than I was 10 years ago. Sure. And I think that helps a lot. Uh, Obviously, I would like to fit in. I would like to have about three to five on the schedule this coming season to fill in. Would take more. Uh, And honestly, if I only get one, that's still better than none. But that's that's where we're heading. And then hopefully 2025, I could be looking at something full-time would be you know be approved for all the tracks by then and Mm -hmm. and because you have to go through the approval process so i have to start on a short track and and get approved so how's that work do you know how that works exactly can you tell our listeners how that does work so i've been improved approved by nascar i have to race under a mile track first and then they'll take a look at me and you know hopefully it goes well okay they'll look at me and go you're allowed to go to a mile and a half or whatever the next bracket would be i think it's a mile and a half okay so you actually go in a physical race. Um, you, you, that's right. Okay. So, you, so you have to race at a short track. Okay. And then you're able to move on to the next level. Level. And then like I ran an ARCA race at Daytona. Oh, but, did you really? I okay. did, but it but it didn't it hasn't approved me for trucks or anything at Daytona. So you still have to go through the approval process. Okay. So let's do that. How many uh what, what, let's go back here. What's your favorite track? <laughs> so I uh I answered this in the last uh interview and it's funny. I think I used to try to pick a track. Yeah. And I have ones. I could be here all day. I have multiple favorites. But I think what I've changed my answer to is honestly, I'm 
blessed to have the opportunity to drive a race car. And I always think it could be worse. I could be sitting in the grandstands. So honestly, I try to make every track my favorite because I'm getting to drive a race car. Yeah, I get it. I, I thought maybe you were going to say the one I would put last one on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And, and, it, and it comes from, I don't like to leave a track and go, I didn't like it. I like to conquer it. Conquer, so like, yeah. So like we struggled at Hickory, but I'm not going to let that place get me down. We went go, back and finished go third, but like I, I've got to win there. I've got to go get a win there and be like, okay. And once you win at a track, then you love it. Like Caraway. Yeah. I've raced there twice. The first time was seventh, and then we won the North State or North South Shootout. Yep. And now I'm like, that track was awesome. Like, you know, <laughs> it's funny how that works. It is funny how that works from that part, too. So, so the next step is trucks, right? Trucks or Xfinity, whatever opportunity, you know, it comes, comes about. With, do you have to do a different approval process for the trucks in the Xfinity, or is that kind of the same approval process? Once you get trucks, you got the Xfinity. Or? I think it's somewhat of the same. Like, I think if you ran the whole truck season, you know, like you yeah. had – I you could go straight to Xfinity full season. So like, I think it's going to be the same concepts. And if you're running decent in the truck series, I don't see why they wouldn't approve I you, get you at that next level. So is your car owner now going to take you into the Xfinity and trucks or. So he's just strictly late model stocks. Is he? Okay. Uh, so that's, that's his bread and butter of what he, he, what knows. he loves to now, do. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think he, he could crew chief one of those and be great, yeah. but um, he has a great organization going and, you know, he fields cars for multiple people, not just me. So he has a, a really good business that he has to take care of. Good. Well, I get that too. So uh, another thing I'd love you to do, thank whoever helps you getting up and down the road. You know, I know you talked about your car owner stuff, but who else would you like to thank and that sort of thing for who helps you make it happen? Absolutely. I'd just like to thank uh, the whole state and family with Best Repair Company, bestrepair.net, Mincy's Graphics, leadcars.com. I got to thank uh, Old School Video Games, David West Racing Engines, Hedgecock Race Cars, Ernest Performance Shocks. Uh, man, I got to thank the man above for just blessing us to have yep. this opportunity. Thank Hoosier for having us. My girlfriend, Nicole, uh, she's over here, does all my social media. Big part of it. Yes, you know, it, is. it is today. Can't do it. She does all our, our vlogs uh, throughout the year with Flow Racing. Thanks to them for they've partnered with me and we do the vlogs on Flow Racing. So, I uh, mean, it's just, it's, it's more than just me. It's a whole team effort, whole family effort. You know, I just appreciate everybody involved. Yeah. So do you actually work on the car or does, does your team come and got all the guys that do all that kind of stuff? So, or? so he has his guys. I came from, you know, running my family stuff for all yep. those years and worked on it, drove the truck, trailer to the track, all that. I do try to go to Lee's. I hadn't been up there as much as I want, but this winter I plan to be up there a lot, but we broke a, um, an axle at a, Caraway and I was under there taking the drive shaft out with them. Like I love it. Like, I know. like I'm not afraid to get in there. They have their guys that that do it and are like, no, like this is our job. Like you go focus. But I'm a hands-on guy. That's yeah. good. That's good quality to have. That's how I don't want. To, I'd want to know what's going on in there. I'd want to yep. see what's going on, see what's happening, what they're doing, so I'd understand that too and everything else too from that part. But uh, very cool. So what else? Uh, is on your schedule. What else can you talk about? Is there anything else you want to discuss? <laughs> anything at all? Well. You know, we're working hard on some deals. Uh, nothing I can talk Reveal. about at this moment, but some just, good deals. But, what you're saying, but exactly. So everybody, tune in to uh, Brendan Butterbean Queen on Facebook okay. and O3 Butterbean on Twitter. Pretty much Butterbean O3 everywhere you can find me. Just search Butterbean. That's and right. You'll find him. That's right. <laughs> and if you type in Butterbean Queen, you'll find us. And hopefully, we'll have updates. You know, along the way here as the off season's uh, not really much of an off season. It goes it's by not quick. Anymore. It's not, not anymore, much anymore. Yeah. So uh, we'll get through the holidays, hopefully have some, you know, exciting news, but we're definitely being the cars tour and 
looking to capitalize um, and redeem ourselves. We lost the championship by five points. Oh, and, I know. Been there, and done that gig too. So I get it. Hopefully, it's, it's our hopefully it's our year. But you know, you we had a good year. We won four races and had six poles in the tour. And okay. that, that series is tough. You know. So when's the first race? It's like the second week of March week at of March. Southern National, where we just won. Where we so, just won. There you go. So back to back, back, right? We're ready to go. You're ready to go. Ready back to go. Back. Well, Brendan, thanks again for being on the show with us. Mo- most importantly, congratulations for being a 2024 hero driver for a Hoosier. That's huge. And uh, we love being a part of the Hoosier family, too, from that part. So, again, congratulations. Good luck. And as soon as I get down here, I'm going to have to start liking your stuff so I can follow you and keep in touch with you because I'd love to follow you and, and keep in touch it. and everything else, too, from that part. So, thanks for being on the show. Uh, Nick, got anything else to add or anything? No, man, just the same thing. Congratulations. It's a huge honor to have you here. We know you're going to go out and you're going to be a star. Uh, I'm trying. I I just want to say thank you to Hoosier. Um, I mean, people like me, the way my life did a 180 a year ago to get me to this point, like this stuff means more to me than, than anybody because I've been on the bottom end of stuff and, you know, it just shows you hard work can get you where you want so never stop chasing your yeah. dreams so you're, i appreciate y'all you're a great brand ambassador and Thank uh you. we're really proud to meet you and, and see where you've been and uh, really excited to see where you're gonna go i appreciate that man thank hey, y'all no yeah. thank nice you congratulations you. nice to meet you and nice uh, everybody you. tune in we'll be back live again at two o'clock for the next driver talk to you soon All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to round three of the 2024 Hoosier Hero Driver. And now we've got a guy that's, I don't know how to describe this because what I want to say, I can't say him that you drive, okay, is uh, Spencer Basin. He drives a World of Outlaw sprint car. I don't know how you do that, buddy. You got to have the biggest kahunas in there to sit in that seat. (laughs) I mean, it's just to go and do that. It's got to be a thrill, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is absolutely a thrill uh, each and every night. It um, it surprises you almost every time. Uh, so just and it's I'm just so fortunate to be able to do what I do and 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 do something I enjoy and love so much. Uh, growing up as a young kid, just being a fan of the sport and the industry, and then to uh, you know to be here today, you know, getting to, to do what I've always dreamt of is uh, is definitely special and something that's uh, I'm really lucky for sure. That's true. So anyway, congratulations on being one of the 2024 Who's Your Hero Drivers. You're in a pretty, pretty, pretty cool, cool. God, I can't spit it out. Cool crowd. That's for sure, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, we were just I was I was over there talking about it with uh, Neil and their group of. You know, it's kind of cool when, when I first started 10 years old racing quarter midgets. Mm-hmm. I was, was going to ask you 10 years old, right? Okay. Yeah, 10 years old and quarter midgets. I was racing on a Hoosier tire and then. Uh, ran there for a couple of years just as really a hobby and got into micro sprints on a Hoosier tire, into midgets, Hoosier tire, sprint cars. So uh, through my whole uh, experience and, and career moving through the ranks, you know, it's it's I've been rain, running on a company tire that's based out of my home state, Indiana. So it's it's kind of cool to, uh, to, you know, to run Hoosier tires and and uh, kind of be able to represent that brand on a on a yearly basis. That's true. So uh how long have you been driving a sprint car? Driving a sprint car. I started kind of part-time racing sprint cars a little bit in uh, 2017, okay. 2018. Uh, ran real uh, light schedules there for, you know, for about two years. Uh, yeah, about two years. And then um, in 2019, tried to make the full-time commitment. Yep. And, um, and from then, really, until the end of 2021, I was hopping around a lot, okay. trying to just... 
uh, trying to get to essentially where I am today with a full-time team on a full-time series. Um, and so it was a, it was a tough couple of years. There was a, a few times there where I thought this was, you know, not meant to be, and then I'd <laughs> yeah. have to go find something else to do. Um, but fortunately, you know, with the, with the right opportunities and, and won a couple big races and, uh, and cars that I was kind of part-time in, uh, was able to get this opportunity with CJB and, and, uh, put us here where we are today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you definitely landed in a really good spot with CJB, you know, it's a, they're a great organization. They're kind of concrete out there on the tour. They've been at it for a long time. There's been a lot of big names in that seat. Um, it's just got to probably feel like such an honor to, to get in with a team like that of that caliber and uh, be able to go out and compete at the highest level. It absolutely does. And, and after, like I said, struggling there for a couple of years of uh, uh, really just being a kind of a, a B team driver, filling in for injured guys, sick guys, whoever it was uh, to be able to finally uh, be aligned with a, a team like CJB Motorsports with, with our owner, Chad Clemens and crew chief Barry Jackson it just feels it feels really good and rewarding because then now you get to you know focus towards something there for a long time it i would in a month's time i would run four different types of chassis with four different crew chiefs that's at four get, different racetracks it's hard to get used to that it's it? hard to get used to anything or, or really build towards something because yeah. it's you're constantly sitting in a car a little bit different or you're not completely comfortable but you have to get through it just because you're only there for a night or two uh to you know now being with with cjb uh you really look look into the future and, and you really establish your goals and kind of what you're you're building for so being able to to finally have that is is definitely a luxury and compared to what i was used to but um you know you, you don't spend much time thinking about man this is great and oh, this is awesome it's no, you got to get to work yeah. you got to get stuff done and and progress and, and constantly be uh, you know, building for, for the next weekend and, and the next race. So anyway, for our listeners listening and watching too, it's a 410 sprint car, which means it's 410 cubic inch, weighs 1,100 pounds, yep. I'm guessing. Without the, with the driver, it's about 1,400 pounds. 1,400 pounds, yep. and we're pushing about... A little over 900 let's horsepower. Let's just say nine, a little yeah. over 900 horsepower. Yep. <laughs> yeah. cool. So now tell me about that G-force and that as you coming down that straightaway wide open, because you hardly ever let off, correct? Uh, it depends on the, it depends on the track. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Some most, places, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most places you're just, you, you got to hammer down, hammer down. Yep. So as you're coming into that straight in, come down the straightaway and you're getting ready to make that turn, your mind's telling you to turn, I guess, but tell me what you're going through when you're getting ready to hit that corner. Well, the, what makes, what makes what we do with the wing sprint car so unique is the wing part. It's yep. essentially, it's an upside down airplane wing. That's rather than lifting us up into the sky, it's shoving us down into the earth. So uh, having 900 horsepower in a such a lightweight race car, it is a it is a almost impossible feat to get all that power into the ground. In, to the ground. To yeah. the ground. So the, the, the winged part of it was, you know, what makes it really unique because, you know, it's shoving you into the racetrack, but, you know, the left sideboard is, is up higher than the right. So it's, it's really trying to pull you to the left and, and down into the racetrack uh, more than you would, I guess, expect. So, you know, at the end of the straightaway, you're, you're full song. And there's some places where you don't quite barely wiggle the wheel and the whole thing changes direction. And, and it just really, there's that, that little bit of a wheel movement, because if you think, you know, if you're holding up a, a billboard or okay. a, just a, a big poster board on a windy day, and if you just change, 
if you change oh, yeah. the pitch of that board at all, you know, it, it'll just take off on you. Right. So yeah. it's the whole idea is, is keeping the car as straight as possible to allow, uh, you know, perfect downforce and you get maximum, uh, grip that way. Rip. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's funny. So a quick story of the first time I got into a wing sprint car after racing a midget, which is a car without a wing. Yeah. Uh, I spent the first two or three laps running down through the infield at Kokomo Speedway because <laughs> I'd get to the end of the straightaway and turn the sprint car like a midget as, you know, you get into the corner to get it sideways and, and start your entry. But at the moment that you open that, that sideboard, it pulls the whole car down into the infield and I was spitting grass out of the infield for about two or three laps. So, um, it's just such a, a weird dynamic and, and it took a long time to get used to, but, uh, it's what makes sprint cars so unique and it, it's what makes it so challenging to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, you watch a lot of, uh, non sprint car guys or yeah. non wing guys jump in one and struggle for a while. Oh yeah. And they think yeah. they should be able to figure it out right away, but it's like, man, you don't understand it. it we it's, took a long time to get to where we are today. Yeah. So the G, you know, how many G forces you're hitting when you're hitting that corner? Any idea? I don't know if anyone's ever measured that measured, up. but it's gotta be at least a couple. I would think. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. And then speed wise, how, what, how fast are you really going? Say the biggest track you race is what a half mile. Mm, half mile yep. yeah so on a half mile track about how fast are you guys running i think we ran uh we didn't run bristol this year but um 2021 and 2022 they ran at bristol i think it's the fastest i know it's fast as i think i've ever gone i think we were at 145 or 150 now is that average 145 i think, I think that was top speed there top but speed. but you're cornering at probably 140 like you don't yeah, you don't you, you don't lose yeah. speed because you're just not you're just going there you were so slammed in the racetrack now, the places that feel really, really fast are the really high-banked quarter-mile tracks. Quarter-mile? Quarter-mile tracks. Really? So that's like a high school running track. Yeah. Yep. When those places, like uh, out in California, there's a track, um, Merced Speedway. Okay. For whatever reason, that place felt probably the fastest out of any track we ever ran. A lot of it has to do with just the fact that it was so small and so banked that, the, you know, the cars are, are getting into the racetrack with a lot of, of uh, grip because of the banking is holding you. Those are the places that feel just wicked fast because yeah. stuff happens so, so now quick. on that quarter-mile bank, are you letting out of the gas or are you wide open? Qualifying there, we were wide open. Wide open. Trying, yeah, to just the motor's absolutely screaming because uh, yeah. obviously the gearing is much yeah. different on a small place. Sure. You're just hanging. You're, you pretty much feel like you're almost kind of strapping yourself to a rocket and you're just trying to guide it. Just trying to um, guide yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> trying, to, trying to precisely put it around the racetrack. So, um, well, I would say I would love to try one with no wall. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no Make sure wall. there's no infield wall. Yeah, yeah no infield way, wall. Yeah. Just to go try it once to see how it would be like or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just, to, just to feel the power, I think, would be incredible i mean isn't that power just impressive or yeah it's I mean, a it's a kid in a candy store every weekend for me yeah, yeah. i the moment that uh you know you, you jump in you get suited up you jump in for engine heat but you go out there you, you pack the track you don't really get on the gas but you come back and you're sitting in in your car putting heat in the motor so you've leaned it down and you know the engine's got the lope to it yeah, the whole yeah. car is just shaking and then it's like you go out for hot laps and get to it the first time and yeah, everything, your senses, everything comes to life again. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's an exhilarating experience and it's, uh, I'm definitely lucky to get to do what I do. Uh, I, I trust me. I believe and I understand it. So now what's 2024 bring for you? 
Well, we are, uh, you know, as we speak, establishing uh, a few minor details left before we get to announce our, our plans and intentions for, for next year. Okay. Um, I'm back with CJB, okay. uh, back on, on their program and, and continuing to build towards, uh, you know, what we've been building towards the last couple of years. And um, I'm excited to announce our, our plans for next year and, and uh, you know, see where we end up. I think there's uh, some great races next year. Uh, we've seen a lot of, of uh, I don't want to say improvement, but um, a lot of exciting things happening in sprint car racing over the last couple of years. And a lot of that having to do with the, the streaming services and, yeah. and all the money that's, that's coming into the sprint car uh, racing world. So it's uh, I'm excited for next year and, and uh, there's going to be some really, really cool events happening. Um, go ahead. You had your breath going. Okay. Before I get <laughs> so, uh, so I want to talk to you about the tire for a second, right? So a year ago when we were here, we announced, um, you know, uh, some new tires for sprint car racing, you know, going away from the H series tire, um, going to the D 12 A's on the left rears and the D 15 A's on the right rear. So as a driver in the seat, you know, aside from the guys that, you know, are setting the car up and doing the tuning on the car, what are some things that you notice different with the new tire that we're running on? What, what, are, what do you see as some of the pros of it? And also, you know, what are the, some of the things that you maybe struggled with or um, there's some of the cons of it? Um, I, I didn't really work uh, completely hands-on with them as much, obviously, as our, our, some of our tire specialists do. Um, I definitely, I think I struggle with it a little bit more than, than, some others maybe just because I'd only ever ran on the H tire. So I'd kind of established a, an un, unknowingly I had established a feel and a sensation mm-hmm. that um, I wasn't actually going to get with this tire. So it was, it was something different for me to try to adapt to. Um, I feel like they definitely, uh, you definitely don't have as much grip. So everything's kind of s- slowed down and become more difficult. You have to be more precise with your decisions and your, your actions on the racetrack. Um, I know for, for our tire guy, Eric, um, he spent a, a good amount of time trying to relearn kind of what the, the blocks need for mm-hmm. siping and grooving and, you know, what types of dirt. That is an art, isn't it? It is. It is. It absolutely is. It's one that I don't fully understand. I don't, you know, fortunately, I don't have to mess with that too much. You got I, other things to focus on. I right? got other things to focus <laughs> yeah. on, but from an outside perspective, watching him adapt and learn and, and speak yeah. with others um, into learning, you know, what, if we went to one racetrack every week and it was prepped the exact same and the sun was at the exact same point, the temperature was always the oh, exact yeah. same, you could develop a, a rhythm. But what makes crew chiefs, tire guys, crew guys really, really good is adapting to the changes, adapting to the different circumstances, the different dirt, mm-hmm. the different track shapes all over the, all over the country. And uh, you know, perfected every week so yeah. that's that was definitely something that was uh interesting to watch is everyone in sprinkler racing was learning a new tire yeah when and, i would go you know when i would come you know to one of your races last year you know to you know to be the tire dealer and and you know i would kind of walk around the pits you know after you know the heat race or after the a feature and and even before and just you know kind of try to glance at kind of what everybody was doing you know how they were grooving them and how they were siping them and it definitely was all over the board you know, you, you know, there was not one team, you know, next to another one that was really doing the same thing. You know, they right. were all kind of in experimental mode, trying to learn as much as they can. And like you said, you know, trying to trying to adapt to to the new tire and the conditions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think I think there were certain teams that 
that were able to figure it out quicker or better than than others. Um, I think we were we were definitely a little bit behind. We we thought we had kind of established a little bit of an idea of, of the type of characteristic that it had and what it was asking for, and uh, had built two or three weeks into that and, and, and pursuing that kind of that avenue, and then uh, thought we had to figure it out. And the next week, and we went somewhere else and had a completely different feel. And I was like, "Well, crap! Now we all right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's back to to you know ground zero. So we, now we can kind of try to reestablish. So it's um." it definitely presented us with a different challenge. Uh, me, I'm still, you know, I've been on the road for two years now, full time with this team and I'm still learning lots of things. I mean, it takes, I think it takes a lot of time to, to get to the point where, you know, the Brad sweets and the Donnie shots mm-hmm. and David gravels and Carson Macedo's and people like that, uh, are so, uh, still working to get there. Um, you know, this off season will be good for us to, to rebuild and reestablish, kind of hone back in on, on where we need to be and, and uh, be ready to hit hard in, in next year. Awesome. Okay, will you run World of Outlaws? Of course, will you run any other races besides World of Outlaws? Is that just is that your primary focus? Or? Our primary focus is uh, is yet to be determined, actually. I have oh, really? A, okay. I have a meeting here in a, in a couple hours to, to finalize our decision and exactly oh. where we need to be. So um, that'll be an exciting announcement that we have planned for tomorrow. Shoot, where are you going to do that at? Uh, it'll be on social media, of social course, media. just like everyone else does. Somewhere here in PRI, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. that's fine. Yep. Maybe in the Hoosier booth. Um, not Maybe sh- not. I'm, it's not. That's not my decision. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> love to watch you see what that announcement's going to be, where you're going to go, and everything else. I uh, uh, love to. F- I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow all these all your drivers and stuff too. It's fun to get to meet more people in this in this business and stuff. It's so much fun. Uh, but uh, just love following you guys. And again, congratulations on being a her driver. I mean, that's got to be quite an uh, accomplishment and a good feeling to be with that that class of people. I mean, it's there's a lot of good class in there, you know. Yeah, no doubt. It uh, like I said before, it's it's special. It's a it's a fellow Indiana uh, company, um, and and being able to represent a company that uh, I've been part of or been racing with uh, since I was you know very sure. little is is something really really cool and something to be proud of. So honored to to be with the Hoosier Hero group, a uh, good group of people, and uh, proud to represent them for uh, next year. Well, hey, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit. Thanks for li- letting our listeners learn about you and the Hero Drivers and all that good stuff, too. Good luck on where you're going to end up. We'll follow you. We'll find out where you're going to be, and hopefully when we're where you're racing, we're in our area, Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, whatever, we'll be there to support you. Yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting back in the Midwest and then doing some racing there. So I, we will see you down the road. Sounds good. Thanks right, buddy. again, buddy. Thank Congratulations. You. Congratulations, Thank you Spencer. Thanks. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Once again, we're here for round four. It was only supposed to be three today, but Ashley, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Being a Hoosier hero driver is pretty cool, huh? Oh, absolutely. I'm a, it's definitely surreal. I Someone pinch me because I think I'm I'm still sleeping. <laughs> okay, so Ashley drives a micro sprint, right? Correct. So tell our listeners and our watchers, what is a micro sprint? I know what one is. Nick knows what one is, but a lot of listeners won't know what a micro sprint is. So micro sprint is just a smaller version of a sprint car, hence the name okay. micro. It's right. a mini sprint car. Uh, 600cc motors, Yamaha's what we run, run. so okay. street bike motors. So will you be... At the shootout or the chili bowl? Uh, shootout. You'll be at the shootout. Yep. Okay. Um, so how long have you been racing cars? So just finished my second year in micros. Okay. Um, I ran go-karts for a little bit 
prior to that. I'm kind of definitely a late bloomer, as you shall say. <laughs> um, I didn't get started racing until I was 17. Um, I grew up at the racetrack. Sure. Always wanted to be in a car, but financially, yeah. my parents always told me, hey, we'll support you emotionally, but we cannot support you financially. So it's a dream I've been chasing since I was eight. Got in a okay. car. Uh, spent 500 bucks on my first go-kart, ripped, right, some, cool. ripped some laps with the grown men. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> uh, one of my friends who ran the karting community, he had a tragedy and lost his wife and oh, son in a, uh, by a drunk driver oh. back in 2021. So I helped him. He got into a micro to carry on his son's name that okay. ran micro sprints and everything like that. And I wrenched on his car for a little bit. He knew it was a dream of mine to move up to micro sprints and so he got me a car, and it was actually Dominic Selzy's OG pace car. This thing didn't have power steering. I think that thing had so much rust in it. Oh, my Lord. Um, so I ran that for about a year, and he pretty much just wanted me to be able to show that I wanted it before, you know, race oh. cars are expensive, not right. spend 50 grand. And I'm like, yeah, I'm scared, you know, so <laughs> spent that and just moved up and got a D1 last year. And we've been okay, tell me what's a D1? Uh, the chassis. So the Pace, chassis. Okay. Uh, Pace chassis, it was a 2011, you okay. know, so it was an older car. Now we're running a 2021 D1. So okay. just a cool. different type of chassis. Yeah. So you'll be at the shootout. That's coming up just uh, around the two, corner. No, remind weeks. me. I need to get that car ready. Get, you're not ready? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're boy. racers. We don't ever yeah. start working on it until the week up. <laughs> I'll be working on it Christmas Eve. No, there you go. <laughs> so you're from Oklahoma. That's cool. Cause that's that's got our neck of the woods where we're, you know, from that part. So we'll love to follow you. Love it's got to be a huge Hoosier hero. Yeah, it's at all the Hoosier heroes right now. It's I'm definitely on a smaller scale. You know, all these people have really big teams behind them, and it's legit just me and, and Tony. Like, we both crew chief our cars, we wrench on our cars, and we race our cars. We run in the, both the same class. So it's it's definitely cool to be a part of, you know, Hoosier and be on, part of such a big program with how, I guess, small we are and prove that you can do just about anything you set your mind to. Two cars, two people. That's Correct. it. Correct. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Isn't so it is I, pretty I, impressive. I typically run wing. Um, I got my non-wing provoked because I switched and then flipped four times at Port City. Oopsies. But, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing about your cars, though, what I've watched anyway, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, you can kind of do a little flip or whatever, put you back up on the wheels and get going again, right? Typically, yes. Typically. It depends. What yeah, kind of what it. kind of brakes you were in brakes and stuff like that? If, as long as the tumble's not not too bad and yeah. and stuff, you know, I we kind of have a disadvantage because you can't go in the hot pits when it's both of us. It's it's a lot to you know do if we're both on the same track oh, and stuff like yeah, that. Oh yeah, I don't so, think about that too. So yeah. So what? Ha how was your twenty twenty three? Great. Great. How yep. many wins? Uh, no wins. Got heat race wins though. That's you know, all that matters. That's you know, win is still a, a win. win is a win. If you squint, the heat right there isn't there it's a win you know what i mean yeah. but, right exactly um we started like i said i'm from arizona originally so okay. we ran most of our season in arizona and then we just moved to oklahoma just to get more seat time and everything like that like in a span of a year you maybe run 15 races in arizona and oklahoma probably at port you're running 40 plus yep just because of different part of the yeah. country there's just yeah. that many more races to get the into and involved is, and yeah just crazy with how much they run so we just wanted to come out here and get as much seat time and race with the best of the best to get better. So what's 2024 look like? Right now, our main track will be Port City Raceway. It's kind of where we're going to get. Okay, and that's where? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Tulsa. 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 Katusa, I think it is. I don't know how yeah. to pronounce it. but yeah. You ever go to I-44? We haven't yet. We ran Creek County, um, Red Dirt, yep. kind of all yeah. over the place. I've just always loved Port City, the banking on it and just how fast it is and a bull ring. And okay, so when you're at that bull ring, are mm -hmm. you – Hammer down the whole time, or 100%. you hundred percent, hundred percent, and a wing car you are. 
Yeah. You have to be. And that's something that I've just always loved about wing cars because you have to be full throttle in order yeah. for them to get the wing to work. To so. get the wing to work, get your downforce, mm -hmm. you, you plant you to the track. and Full throttle and rip the top. And rip the top even, too. Huh? Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing when I flipped, but that wasn't my fault. <laughs> the car did break, okay, you know, in All front right, of I me. Get but. I get it. Yeah, been there, done. We've been through that kind of situation yeah. too, haven't we, Nick? So, yes, we have. <laughs> so a lot of racing coming up in 2024. Absolutely. Going to stay pretty much right there in the center of Oklahoma. We will. There's, you know, Microsoft Racing has really just kicked off. So, like, next year they run, obviously, the Now 600 National Series, and they run kind of all over the place. Uh, the Wild Card Series just got released as well, and it's, they'll run with the Now 600 National, but also places like Florida, Sweet Springs, which I believe is Missouri. Yep. So probably dabble in there. Run a lot here at US 24 and in Indiana. We love that track. We just got there a couple months ago. So kind of just feel the vibes, you know, where do we want to run? Yeah, that's kind of cool too. to figure out just kind of take mm -hmm. it, take it week by week and kind of figure out where you're going to go. Absolutely. So uh, can people follow you on social media and all that good stuff too? I guess we still got to figure out you told, you shouldn't let it out of bag, but Oh, pork chop. That is a nickname. Don't <laughs> wear it out. Okay. How'd you get it? <laughs> well, so originally when I started racing, I was a part of a team called HMR. So it's their last name's Hamblin Morris racing. Okay. Well, I, as you know, my last name is not Smith, so it's very hard to pronounce. <laughs> Half doll. Yeah, and nothing rhymes with it. I'm not one of those cool people that yeah. has something that rhymes. And so I said, hey, why don't we be ham racing? So H-A-M, you know, we'll be meat names. That sounds fun, right? Come on, boys. You know <laughs> we'll be meat names. Well, that didn't last. No one got meat names but me, Porkchop. Okay. So then they just started nicknaming me Porkchop, and then we just kind of yes. stuck with a marketing kind of thing and i think because people just don't really think of me to get out of the car a tall blonde they think it's going to be a 300 pound man and you know just yeah. kind of stuck yeah well so i get it so can we find you on social media yep. at ashley pork chop or no, how it's just <laughs> ashley aftal on instagram tiktok facebook ashley aftal racing kind of kind of everywhere Kate, with sponsors, got any sponsors you want to thank or put out there or anything from that part? Yeah, or? we have a lot of people that, you know, help me get here where I am today. Dirt to Media is a huge part of my program. They do okay. all the broadcasting for the okay. races. Uh, we got SC Products, which is a cleaner, uh, blood lubricants, engine ice, which is actually here. Um, we got a lot of people. It takes board. a lot to get it done, doesn't it? It does. It takes a lot. It's not free, I wish, but it's not. <laughs> not free. Not so free. do you do anything else besides race? No, just kind of. That's, that's, that's what I thought. I just yeah. was curious if there was anything else. I, I used to. I do play. Are you saying cornhole? I do play a lot of cornhole. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of good playing cornhole. Yep. That's okay. my, my my secret talent. We can't tell Secret anybody. talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like throwing a pork chop, I guess. Yeah, right? it, it is. It is. <laughs> pork chop, sandbag, whatever. Okay, so another question I got with this 600cc mm -hmm. motor. How often do you tear that thing apart? You really don't like you right don't. now we have an a-class motor so it's a bone stock so you really can't do much to it you don't have to freshen it or anything you can so i think i'd say a stock motor probably goes 30 to 40 races really um, before you touch it yeah before you really got to send it off uh, we have outlaw motors them suckers they're supposed to really go 12 before you're supposed to freshen it or you just keep going it until you get a hole in the motor, you know? Yeah. That's a little more costly, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, true. It is. <laughs> a more costly stuff, <laughs> it, too. it is. But, yeah, it really just depends. Uh, we have a great guy, Carrier, who builds our cars out in Arizona, our motors, CRE. So, yeah, they're yeah. bullets. They're fast. Good. Yeah. So, anyway, so excited for 2024. Uh, you just moved to Oklahoma when again? Uh, like three months ago. Three months. Oh, that's that fresh. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's fresh. That's fresh. Well, we'll have to get follow you and stuff and uh whenever you need something whatever you want to help you with that too and stuff yeah. too so it's got to be a huge honor to be a, a hero driver for 2024 it def definitely is. and uh you know we we 
we knew these names here about what Nick two weeks ago, yeah. something like that. We knew because yeah. wanted to put it out there, but we mm, couldn't. Susie yeah. told us not to, and all that kind of stuff too. So it was kind of hush hush. But we many times I almost slipped a couple times. But now <laughs> you feel a lot of stress off your shoulders. Little, you feel stress. free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, again, congratulations. Thank you so Excited much. Excited for you. See where you're going to go with Hoosier. See where you're going to go with your racing career. Any plans of going higher or in other classes or anything or? right now we're really just sticking to micro sprints i feel like i have a lot to learn you know we didn't get a lot of seat time in arizona so i feel like now that we're in oklahoma we can we can do that i'd yeah. love to run a midget i'd love to run a sprint car heck short course trucks trophy trucks sign me up <laughs> you know porsche gt3 so i mean asphalt i'll switch to road course. you and me both me, you and me both me with a good time. i've always wanted to do it dirt we don't know her if i get that call you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so right now just stand in micros and Second micros and yep. see what happens where yeah. it goes. It's still yeah. impressed me. That it's just two cars and two two people. Mm-hmm. That's we awesome. got one car and about six people. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely not easy, and I I think that's what's really rewarding about doing something like the Hoosier Heroes. You know, it's we are in a big team, and it, yeah. it it's really special, I guess, for me because it helps prove that you don't have to be a big team. That you know, like I said, I'm a first generation racer, and you really want something and you set your mind to it. You just got to be willing to work twice as hard as the other people that's exactly absolutely. correct on that work as hard the races are one in the shop absolutely yep, you know absolutely thank you so much for joining us uh congratulations again on well, your who's you, heroes nomination thank, thank you. you for being such a great brand ambassador and thank you. representing our product so good so who knows we're gonna run each other i'm sure somewhere we will because of how close we are from that, oklahoma that is- I mean, Oklahoma is only like 40 miles to from. Oh, I thought the, you meant here. I was like, it's pretty close uh, quarters. We probably will bump shoulders. Over here, yes. Yeah, I'm no. talking about throughout next year. And <laughs> yes, stuff absolutely. From that part. So good luck. Thank you. Congratulations again. Thank Thanks you. again for spending some time with us and stuff. We really appreciate that. And then uh, good luck. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. We'll Thanks, see you soon. Everybody, thanks for watching. Tune in tomorrow morning. We start tomorrow at 1. Um, I think 9. 9. Got to get my time. 9 or 10. So that's. Australia be, time, you know. Yeah. yeah. Get to, well, we're getting a, it's nine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> nine o'clock somewhere in the world, right? Josh, Sunny, and <laughs> seventy, right? So, everybody, tune in tomorrow morning. We'll be live again with another Who's Your Hero driver. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.